Welcome to the audio ministry of Love Foundation Christian Center, a place to find God's love. Pastors Osage and Bridget Airboard teach the word with simplicity and truth. From wherever you're listening, we hope that today's message inspires and encourages you. Enjoy the message. <laughs> Let's take the, the offering. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave. Amen. And since we are going to the top this year, and we are at the top and going to the top, that's it's only this is spiritual things, spiritual matters. You're like, how can you be at the top and going to the top at the same time? Well, Amen. get born again, you understand. <laughs> Glory to God. And so one of the things that God has been saying to us is that um, um, the people that God made rich, last week we started with that, and today the people that God made rich too, Covenant people. Covenant. Let's look at covenant. Because one of the things that if we're going to manifest everything that God said to us this year, manifest our millions and our billions, we are going to remember, have to remember and keep reminding ourselves that we are in covenant with God. That we, we have a covenant of wealth with God. I know that sometimes when people think about covenant, they just think about some other things. We have a covenant of wealth with God. And I know that those of us around here know because we've been looking at scripture upon scripture upon scripture upon scripture. But we're going to look at even some more because it's going to help us when we are, when we are, we are as we are believing to, to go to the top, to be excellent, to make millions. And the enemy tries to come and tell you, what are you talking about, millions? What are you talking about, billions? You're not qualified. You look him in the face, if he has any face, and tell him, I have a covenant with God. And this talking about wealth is not about my power or my might. It is about the one who I'm in covenant with. Hallelujah. It's about the one who is backing me up. You you see, we have to to remind us, renew our minds with this even through the week. Don't wait until offering time. You got to meditate on the word and you got to look at yourself in the mirror or whatever you need to look do. Praise the Lord. And declare it who God says you are, especially when the enemy comes and tries to make you feel like you're stuck in one little place. You rise up with your head held high. Remember the word. Go to the word and begin to declare the word because it's not by might or by power, people. If you think that when we come here and preach, we are talking to you about power and might, you missed it. It's about telling you what you have and telling you to base your faith on that. People struggle with faith for things because they are basing their faith on other things apart from the word of God. They think it's psychic. They think it's just play. They think it's just something you say in church. They think it's just, you know, maybe it's not. Re- no, 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 no. This is the power to be wealthy. Amen. This is the power to be on top. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is the power to stay rich. You know, one of the things that the Bible says to us, and we'll read, we'll, maybe we'll have time, we might have time to read it, we might not. But he said that one of the first things that God did was load the people of Israel, his covenant people, with silver and gold. The Bible says he brought them out with silver and gold. So anybody who's trying to tell you that when God says riches, he's talking about spiritual wealth, he was very specific in Psalm 105 verse 37. That he loaded them, he brought them out with silver and gold. And we see it as we look through scriptures, how they did it and how it happened. And one of the things that I believe that God will have me say to you now is, don't look at it and say, oh God made those people rich. God has already made you rich. 
He says, God gave them silver and gold. Wow, I wish I was there. He would just, God didn't fall, the, he didn't rain the jewelry on them. He didn't rain the, the silver and the gold on them. What he did was that he gave them favor. But they had to be in partnership. Come on. They had to be in partnership and they had to go ask their slave masters. That is not normal. Your slave master, somebody that has been beating you, probably, that that you've been serving, now you go and you say, give me your trinket. (laughs) Give me the diamonds. Ah, lady, that dress I saw you wearing that day, I want it. And the shoe and the bag to go. <laughs> Hallelujah. They had to have some favor. Yes. And you and I have got to know. Luke 14. That's what Jesus said. Luke 4, right? Tells us that the favor of God has come. He you came to preach the gospel to the poor. So don't say it's them. It's you too. It's you too. But don't sit down in your room just thinking, okay, now God, you did it for them. Do it for me. What is he telling you to do? He told them to go ask the people. I know that this, um, there's a scripture that says to borrow, but if you look at the other translations of yes. that, it was to ask. Yes. Yes. Because God doesn't, he doesn't need to hide it. He say borrow, pretending like I'm borrowing, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. He said, give me. Yes. <laughs> to ask needs to make a demand yes. for it. Yes. And that was the instruction he gave them. He said, go. Make a demand for their jewelry. Make a demand for whatever it is that you want. And they went. They could have been afraid. And guess who he sent? The women. You know the men. Sometimes the men will say, oh, please. They don't want to be embarrassed. (laughs) Hallelujah. And, And they may take some. They may not take all. But how many of us know that women, even when they go to the store, they don't have enough money. They are buying everything. Now, this time is free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bible says they spoiled them. You can still spoil today. You can still receive spoil today. Don't read it. Don't just read it like it's in the past. You have the same favor to receive spoil today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm excited. We are in covenant, y'all, with God. We're in covenant with God. Let us read, uh, put up uh, uh, Exodus 6. I mentioned some scriptures. You can go look at it again later. Praise the Lord. Like 1 Corinthians 8, 9. We read it last, we read it last week, but let's read Exodus 6, 6, 1. It says that, then, then the Lord said to Moses, Now shall thou see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand shall he let them go, and with a strong hand shall he drive them out of his land. You know, I was thinking about this, and I was like, I'm sure that when the women went to go ask some stuff, they didn't go acting like, just borrowing a please. Now they said, if you don't give me, say all those plagues, more is coming. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that's the kind of confidence that we should have in our God. The God that is backing us up is powerful. So we shouldn't be running from the enemy, running from like, oh, this bank account now. No, we should speak to our bank account and tell them who we are in covenant with. And the Bible says, and God spoke unto Moses and said unto him, I am the Lord. And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty. But by my name, Jehovah, was I not known to them. Lord of all. Hallelujah. And I've established my covenant with them to give them. 
God is in covenant with you to give you something. To give them the land of Canaan. Already established land that they did not build, that they didn't plant. God said to give you. I know that every time we are thinking about these things, we are thinking about toiling, toiling, toiling. God said to give you where you did not sow. Houses you did not build. It's time for us to receive these things by faith. But it's going to start from us believing it, declaring it. Because if he did it before, if he did it before, if he did it for them, it's no respect our persons. You can live in houses you did not build. I'm claiming mine. Hallelujah. I can reap in places I have not sown because God has given. Let me tell you something. God, the Bible says that the, God has given travail of soul to the unrighteous to, repeat, to, to store up for the believer. Wealth transfer is part of our covenant. So don't stop feeling sorry for people. Hallelujah. Collect your stuff. But you have to believe it first. And that's why you can't be jealous of people. When you see people that are prosperous and are not born again, you look at them and say, oh, you're just tipping it up for me. I'm coming. Uh, Hallelujah. And I'm not just saying it just for fun. We have to get this in our minds that we are going to take those penthouses that they thought was theirs, those Lamborghinis, those Marasats, Marasati thing. Okay, what? Maserati. Okay. Glory to God. The airplanes. It doesn't matter if you can pronounce it. Didn't the pastor say that? Yakuzi, jacuzzi, whatever. I got it. <laughs> Hallelujah. There's no need to just say, I'm coming. I don't know about you. I'm believing these things more and more every day. The Bible says faith comes by hearing. And the, the reason I know I'm believing it because I'm looking at it. I am so thankful. Thank you, Pastor, for giving me this assignment to preach on wealth. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I am not in care about finances at all. And God has just been so, so good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor doesn't know this, but during the, there was a particular, I was believing God for something. Particular amount I was believing God for something. And he came during the week and he said, here, Glory to God. Some thousands. Glory to God. Yours. I'm like, I love you. <laughs> you see, God can bring it from anywhere. From anywhere. From anywhere. Tell anybody, say, from anywhere. Don't, 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 don't close any door. Don't, give, don't say, oh, this one doesn't, this, this, this is not going to happen here. It's not going to happen there. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Bible says he is the Lord. Amen. By the name Jehovah, they have not known me. He is the Lord. Amen. If you were thinking that the CEO of that company is the Lord, you better know that Jehovah is the Lord. And that you can go to that company and ask for that job. And then take over the company. People have taken over companies. That is your portion. Amen. And I have also established, established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land of their pilgrimage, wherein they were strangers. Glory to God. He gave them a place that they were strangers in. 
Now, before this happened, why God came back and began to talk about this now because he had already made covenant with Abraham in Genesis 12. And he told him, I'll bless you, I'll make your name great. And through you, all the peoples of the earth will be blessed. That's some powerful statement. So let's go to Genesis 15. Please put up Genesis 15. Glory to God. Maybe we'll read from 12 to 14. So God needed to tell them ahead of time. He says, and when the sun was, there was, God was cutting covenant here. Praise the Lord. Well, we're not going through all of that with um, Abraham. He says, and when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abraham, and lo, an horror, an horror of great darkness fell upon him. And he said unto Abraham, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterward shall, afterward shall they come out with great substance. Now, notice something. God was already in covenant with Abraham, and he said he had to let Abraham know ahead of time that there will be a time, because of their disobedience, they will be in bondage. But that does not stop my covenant. Because I'm a covenant-keeping God. And the same covenant that he had made with Abraham was going to continue. He said, though they may be in bondage, because usually when people are in bondage, it's like they lose everything, they are slaves. He said, no, they will not even lose time because I will bring them out with great substance. This is a good God. Even though they had sinned, they had messed up, but God's heart and God's desire was still for them to be blessed. And God is so loving and so kind and a covenant-keeping God that he made sure that they came out with their covenant rights and blessings of wealth, even though they had been slaves for 400 years. And exactly that time was, was when they came out and when they came out loaded with silver and gold because God is a covenant-keeping God. Amen. And I'm telling you, don't say you're talking about the Old Testament. How many of us know we've talked about the fact that the Old Testament is what? The new covenant concealed. And the new is the old revealed. So God is working with us. And guess what? Now Jesus has come. Grace. Grace. We are working in a better covenant. I like what somebody said. Or how Pastor God does the illustration. $100 bill. $50 bill. Which one is bigger? The 50 is in the 100. Hallelujah. So the old covenant blessing, the new covenant, hallelujah. There were some things that they were not able to enter that were able to enter. So don't look at the old covenant and say, oh, they had it better. We have a better covenant. Glory to God. Now we have grace. Hallelujah. And he said, those that nation that kept them in bondage, I will judge. You better know that poverty has been judged. You better know that lack has been judged. You better know that every evil work has been judged. And you have been loaded with every good thing. Now what are you going to do? What are you going to do with it? Take it! Glory to God! Hallelujah! Because it has been judged, you have been blessed. And we are going to keep keeping our eyes on these things. Keep remembering that God is a covenant God and we are in a covenant of wealth. Covenant of wealth. Why would God say, why would he come and one of the first things he will say is that I will give you this. 
Why would he talk about loading us with silver and gold? Why is it important? Because covenant, this is couples week now, get this. When you are in covenant as a husband and a wife, everything that belongs to the husband belongs to the wife. And everything that belongs to the wife belongs to the husband. So we got the better end of the deal. Hallelujah. (laughs) Because everything that God has belongs to us. And that's the reason why we cannot be in covenant and poor. That's why God already made it. He said that he became poor that we might be rich. Because we're in covenant. So in the spirit, we are rich. Because we're in covenant with God. But there needs to be a manifestation of that wealth that God has already given us. It is not possible. That's why God makes a big deal about it. For a rich God... To have poor children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No. So this is, these are some of the things that you need to think about. How many of you all, you, you, I don't know about you, uh, there's so much, but I'm just going to praise the Lord. We have to keep meditating on these things. I went to the store a couple of days ago and, and loaded up with some good stuff. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. From the grocery store. Before the, the grocery hit the, 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 the pantry, they're all eating whatever they want. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Every, everything belongs to them. Who am I buying it for, for? Do I buy it to sit down and eat everything? No, these things belong to your people. Everything on earth belongs to you. Bible says all things are yours. Let's rise up on our feet this morning. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's time to take and rejoice. Some stuff. And if you read, if you read through and, and through, and we've been talking about this, we always talk about this, that God has direction and God wants us to be in covenant relationship. And one of the ways that he said to them, he says that if you will obey, if you will walk in my ways, because he knows the way. And the way he said is for us to sow our seed, right? For us to sow our seed, for us to give, because this is a constant reminder that we, it's not about our strength, it's not about power by might. This is a constant reminder that we are in covenant with God. And all he's saying to us, he says, bring your tithes, bring your offerings, your first fruits, your honorariums, bring the offerings according to your heart's desire. So we're going to do our part, praise the Lord, effectively, and we're going to reap this year. Amen. Hallelujah. We trust that you are blessed by the message. To listen and hear more, catch us at 1130 on Sunday mornings on YouTube or Facebook at Love Foundation Christian Center. If you have any additional questions or just want to learn more about the church, feel free to contact us at lovefoundcc at gmail.com or visit our website at lovefoundationusa.org. Thanks for listening.